Well, you thought you were here just for fun and games, but today we've got Science Corner, and I'm going to teach you all about some fun animal facts. Hey everybody, welcome to Donna Shannon's Coyote Tales. And you know what? I've got animal stories today, but no coyotes. How crazy is that? Anyways, I just want to share with you some of my favorite animal facts out there from the animal kingdom and do a little bit of education for you. Maybe we'll have a little bit of fun and maybe even give you some tools to appreciate your own life and your own sex life even better. Well, first and foremost, it's March now, March 2021, and I'm here in Denver, and that means the weather is finally going to start turning around. And one of the things I'm really looking forward to is getting back to the zoo. Yes, who doesn't enjoy a nice, fun day at the zoo? One good thing I've noticed with COVID is there's less people around, so you can kind of hang out and appreciate your favorite animals even more. So let me tell you about mine. He's a little fellow with an enclosure near the front of the zoo. So you might overlook it, but believe me, he's worth the trip. I'm talking about the Dick Dick, of course. What's a Dick Dick? You don't know what a Dick Dick is? Well, let me tell you. The Dick Dick is actually a small animal from Africa, and it's about 12 to 15 inches tall and about 20 inches long. So... It's just a tiny dick dick at the Denver Zoo. But don't let the size of a dick dick deter you. Many tiny dick dicks like these, they're just fun to look at. Now, they are friendly, but don't ask a zoo worker if you can pet the dick dick because he won't let you touch his dick dick. Sorry. In case you're wondering what they look like, most dick dicks are brown. They're a little bit darker on the top and usually white underneath. That way they can kind of blend into the dusky background that they're around. Although some dick dicks are darker and some dick dicks are lighter. One thing is these animals have many predators and it seems like everybody wants to eat a dick dick. Leopards, Lions, hyenas, wild dogs, monitor lizards, cheetahs, jackals, baboons, eagles, hawks, and pythons, and even humans. Everybody wants to get their hands on a dick dick. So how does it deal with that? Well, surprisingly enough, dick dicks are very fast. So if you're not looking out for them, they can be in and out, in and out, in and out real fast before you even realize that they were there. They can get all the way up to 26 miles per hour. Damn, that's a fast dick dick. So, now, one thing that I do like about the Denver Zoo is they've done a really good job of making the dick dick's enclosure resemble their natural habitat. It even shares space with an African porcupine, which is nice. Because, believe it or not, porcupines are actually very gentle. And, uh, well, you probably couldn't pet one of them either because you have to be careful because you know um, they have a lot of pricks and uh, even the dick dick has to be a little careful because after all nobody wants to get their dick dick pricked by a porcupine quill 
It's not a fun day at the zoo if that happens. Now, one last note while you're planning your trip to the zoo. Of course, you can do things like pack a picnic, bring sunscreen, but most important of all, bring your camera so that you can get your own dick dick pic to enjoy later. Now that you've learned more about the dick dick, let's talk about some more fun animal facts. So one of the theories that I have about the natural world, this is not proven whatsoever, but in my world, I have the theory that the more majestic the animal is, the lamer its sex life is going to be. Because, you know, nature has to balance out some way. Um, for example, let's talk about eagles, right? Eagles have it pretty good. First of all, you know, they're eagles. Uh, they're the biggest bird in the world. They're the top of the food chain. They can see five times better than people, and they so can see three kilometers away. So not only that, they, you know, get to soar around like an eagle, duh. They get to fly real high in the atmosphere, and they can ride the thermals, and they just rule the skies, right? But uh, their sex, you may be aware, it's very dramatic, but it's very, very short. So the way it works is the male and the female um, eagles fly up as high as they possibly can. They hook talons, and then they have to get the job done as they're in free fall before they smash into the earth. Yeah, so somewhere between terror and gravity and mere seconds before you smash on the ground... That's all the time that an eagle has to get its business done. I bet you the lady eagles are not that into this, right? This is definitely all for the guys. And let's talk about another animal species that's all about the guys, right? Because you might think lions have it good. Well, yeah, probably if you're the male. Because um, they are constantly on the verge of exhaustion. Did you know this? Because they've got a whole pride of female lionesses that they have to service. And uh, they, that's their job. They mate. They babysit the cubs. And then they have to walk around the edge of their perimeters and spray things down so other male lions don't come in. That's it. That's all they do. So if you think it's wonderful to have sex for 10 seconds and then watch kids for 10 to 15 hours a day... Great, you might enjoy being a lion. Oh yeah, and it's not like one or two kid. It's everybody's kids. So remember that. Just think about that. Yeah. So let's talk about some another animal you may see all the time and you got to go, oh, these just have such the most endearing relationships because it's, of course, ducks. Ducks, what could be a more beautiful sign of spring than seeing a mallard and uh, you know, the two ducks floating along on the pond, doing their stuff, making their nest. And it's like, oh, let me tell you, no. Some ducks are flat-out rapists. What? Rapist ducks? Yes, it's true. So there was a study done by uh, Professor Richard O. Prum at Yale University. It's actually kind of controversial because um, he did this in 2013 released all the study because the federal government paid him $400,000 to study the mating habits of ducks. So all this knowledge, your tax dollars has paid for. Um, 
Now, that being said, if you want to see some real nightmare fuel, just go ahead and Google duck penis. Yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, that thing is horrifying. And let me tell you something, forget wanting to be hung like a horse. You want to be hung like a duck, at least in terms of ratio to body size. For example, the one pound foot long Argentinian lake duck has the longest penis of all with a member that is actually four inches longer than its body. What? Why? Why do ducks need these massive dick dicks? Oh, no, that's the other animals. Anyways, uh, guys, don't be too jealous because it breaks off after mating season and it shrinks back to 10% of its full size. So, yeah, ducks, it goes from literally a grower, not a shower. But here's the other weird thing. It corkscrews. It's like, what? Like, like a bottle of wine opener? Yes. Uh, for example, the Muscovy duck penis completes six to ten full twists over its eight-inch length. So, why? Why? Because the females have actually bred and been evolved to help thwart these rapist ducks. So their reproductive tracts themselves are full of these twists and turns, and even some of them are dead inside pockets or cul-de-sacs. So if it's not her duck of choice trying to impregnate her, uh, that sperm's not going anywhere. But the penises keep getting longer and twistier to outwit the twisty vaginas so that the rapist ducks can indeed mate. So why are they raping? What the hell, ducks? Chill. So it all comes down to math. There are more males than females. So if they can't land a girl who chooses them well on like their dancing abilities or their beautiful feathers or the fact that they're, you know, have a massive dick, I guess. Uh, so some of these other, you know, mediocre ducks, they get desperate. And some of these rapes, it's so common in many species of ducks that they even do socially uh, organized gang rapes. They are so violent, ugly, dangerous, they can even be deadly to the female at times. So good lord. Don't be fooled by those serene ducks on the on the ponds, man. Just pray for their well-being and maybe get some of those ducks a, a rape whistle or something. My God. Now, let's talk about another animal who is somewhat not as appreciated by their beauty as ducks or their ma majesticness as lions and eagles. Let's talk about pigs. So pigs, by comparison, are very generous lovers. Did you know this? So Ladies, gentlemen, if you're looking for a gentleman to take care of you, maybe you should consider going after a guy who's something of a pig. Because, uh, remember my theory, the shittier the life you have, the better the sex life is. And, you know, it's not always great living life as a pig. You have to wallow in mud so you don't get a sunburn. You're basically eating garbage. And uh, I'm not going to mention that whole bacon thing, right? 
So what makes pigs' sex life so awesome? So number one, males actually believe in foreplays. They will sing to their mates. They'll cuddle with them. They like smooth up next to them and like push up against them like little piggy hugs. And it's like the very um, white of pigdom here. It's pretty awesome. And after all the foreplay, the act itself takes up to 30 minutes. And he's checking in on her all the way. He does all the work and it's all like, is this good, baby? How about right here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oink, yeah. Oink, yeah. Oink, yeah. Pigs. The lovers of the barnyard. So there you go. Look for pigs. But let's talk about the ultimate lovers. And it's not going to be who you think it is. It is slugs. What? Slugs? Yes, slugs. And specifically, leopard slugs have some of the best sex. Now, to give you an idea, leopard slugs are not tiny, like, little garden variety slugs that you probably have in your yard. Some of these are, um, like, in Italy, for example, and they're pretty big. You know, they're, like, oh, 60 to 90 centimeters long, so we're talking about slugs that are probably, you know, six inches long. I can't do my metric conversions, but, um, yeah, they're big slugs, uh, but they're kind of pretty, um, but this is also nature's way of saying, hey, I'm sorry you scored the shred into the stick being a slug and all, but you will have the best sex on the planet. So why is this so great? So number one, slugs are hermaphrodites, meaning they have both sexes in one. So anybody's a potential partner. You don't need any complex tender profiles for that or have any gender identity issues. They got the full genome package. So literally they can, you know, be a he, she, their, me, whatever they want to be. They've already got it all. Uh, now, when they do find somebody that's special other slugdom that they want to cozy up to for the evening, they climb up really high in a tree and then they start dancing with each other. And what happens is they start laying down a strand of mucus. This sounds gross, but it's actually not. I encourage you to watch the videos of slug mating. Definitely worth it. Um, don't know what it's going to do to the rest of your Google searches for the next month, but hey, this is for science. So they get the strand of mu mucus going, and then they start hanging down that strand head first. So they're hanging upside down and they continue to dance and twirl around each other like beautiful ballerinas. And then their gigantic purple translucent penises emerge from behind their heads. What? <laughs> yes. Their penises are 60 to 90 centimeters long. That's like about the whole length of their body. They're huge. Now, these ginormous translucent purple penises start twisting around each other too. So talk about erotic. Oh my God. This is not just dancing swords because they're not stiff. They're like twisting around each other. And the next thing you know, they start forming these beautiful forms, like gorgeous. And they start to look like iridescent purple roses hanging there. Like fairies had just gone through the forest and went bing 
with their magic wands and there's these beautiful flowers hanging out of nowhere. It's slug penises, but they're gorgeous. Um, now, once they hit the rose stage, that's the climax, folks. That's been the sperm is transferring and uh, everybody's getting their groove on and it's the great big oh, moment of the night. So after that, they slowly withdraw. They still cuddle. Oh my God, they've been at this for like 30, 45 minutes and they're still cuddling. Oh, it's so sweet. So then they get all their stuff withdrawn back and then they just kind of plop on the forest floor, plump right in the leaves. And then they're off their merry sluggy ways, well, well satisfied and off to lay down the next generation of leopard slugs. So there's some food for thought. If you're living an awesome life like an eagle, but you have um, the, a short fuse, so to speak, well, go enjoy your eagleness. You've got that going for you. If life is feeling like it's treating you like a pig, guys, just remember to take care of your lovers. We are counting on you. But if you want to have a really good time on a Saturday night, find a fellow slug that you can enjoy swapping mucus and lovely dances for the rest of the evening. Well, that is everything that I have for all of y'all tonight. I hope you enjoyed these fun science facts and tune in next time when I, God knows what I'm going to be talking about. But if you like what you're hearing, give us a like, give us a follow, maybe even give us a comment. Maybe tell us about your favorite weird animals sex. Not your weird sex with animals. No, bestiality is not a good thing that's wrong. Let them have their own species erotica. You don't need to do the interspecies erotica, okay? And if you didn't like anything you heard, you know, just don't say anything. Don't be mean. All right, until next time, my name is Donna Shannon, and this has been My Coyote Tales. <laughs>